Dan Dickow here for Gonzaga Nation, SI on the Gonzaga Nation Media Network today, July 1st. Holy cow, there's been some bombshells dropped in college athletics. Uh, doesn't impact Gonzaga today, but it could impact Gonzaga in the future moving forward. There's been lots of conversations, obviously, in the past about Gonzaga switching conferences. They flirted with the Mountain West about two years ago. Um, but the news that I'm talking about is the Big Ten is growing and they're growing by poaching essentially USC and UCLA, the two schools in the biggest media markets in the Pac-12 on the entire West Coast in LA are going to the Big Ten. So the Big Ten's footprint of media markets is enormous, probably the biggest and best in the country for any college conference. You're looking at, you've got LA now, you've got the Chicago market, and then you've got New York because they added Rutgers, which is in New Jersey, uh, just a few years back. So essentially what we've kind of been concerned about, worried about, we've heard the rumblings of for years, is college athletics is changing. There's been an arms race, there's been a money race, there's been a facilities competition over the last few years. NIL has, I think, spurred this even more. There's been TV rights um, and fees that have just gone through the roof. And what you're seeing and what you're going to be seeing is there's going to be the haves and the have-nots. And Schools are going to start looking out for themselves to be one of the haves, especially a USC and a UCLA, which traditionally have been powerhouses, UCLA more so in basketball, USC more so uh, in football, um, but tremendous institutions. You're going to see the better schools and the most proactive schools, schools with a lot of tradition trying to figure out where they best lie in this new landscape. Uh, obviously there's been Texas moving, there's been Texas A&M moving, um, and now you're really starting to see it on the West coast. The fact that they, USC and UCLA are going to the big 10, uh, <laughs> it makes you really kind of question and be concerned for what is going to happen to the PAC 12, because in my estimation, the next two premier brands in the Pac-12, and Arizona's great in basketball, but they're not a huge media market. That's Tucson. I wouldn't even consider that Phoenix, but uh, the next two major, major brands in the Pac-12 would be Washington in a major media market in Seattle with a ton of money uh, through technology and Boeing and Amazon and Microsoft and, and different things, um, as well as University of Oregon. Now, Oregon's not in Portland, obviously. They're in Eugene. But you've got all that Nike money, all that Nike support. Their facilities are as good as anybody's across the country. Um, they have competed in the National Football Championship. Um, they've been one of the better and more progressive college athletic departments as far as forward thinkings, as far as uniforms, as far as facilities, as far as um, how to support their student athletes. So you, you got to be curious you got to wonder what is Oregon and what is Washington going to do and then what does that leave the eight other schools in the Pac-12 to do you know you got Stanford which is a high academic Cal which is a high academic what do they do you got Arizona as I mentioned they're not in a huge major media market 
They're a tremendous basketball program. Football has been so-so. Arizona State, Phoenix is a pretty dang good media market, but it's not L.A. I, don't, I wouldn't even compare it to Seattle. And they have not necessarily moved the needle in sports. And this is where you, when you look at people getting gung-ho and supportive of college athletics on the West Coast, it does not rival how people support sports in the Midwest. They don't, it doesn't rival how people support sports in the SEC or even the ACC. So um, a lot of these things are, are coming to, to, you know, ahead in college athlete athletics in the next three to five years is going to be completely different. While these Pac-10, Pac-12 schools, USC, UCLA, that will be in two years where they leave to the Big 12, or excuse me, to the Big 10. What does that leave the Pac-12? Do they add Boise State? Do they add San Diego State? Do they ask Gonzaga to come over just for basketball? What does that leave the WCC in? What does that leave the Mountain West in? If San Diego State and Boise State may be the two preeminent athletic programs in that league, and you could have conversations or or disagreements with that, but they may be the most preeminent. Boise State, because of football traditionally, uh, and then their basketball program has been really good under Leon Rice. And then San Diego State's been good basketball wise. And their football program is pretty good right now. Are those the most easy and logical decisions to move to the Pac-12? But what if Oregon and Washington leave? Oregon State, Washington State, in my estimation, are the two that are in the most vulnerable spots if there is massive realignment, simply because of location, uh, as well as size of school and what I would estimate, I don't know the numbers off the top of my head because I haven't looked at it, but based off of donations and value of, or the, the amount of boosters funds that is being allocated to to college sports. uh, I think that's a very logical and very realistic question to ask. One thing for Gonzaga, they've always stayed true to the, the, I guess you could say the mantra of the WCC and those are private schools on the West coast that are Catholic institutions of higher learning and that value uh, athletics. Um, The only school I believe that doesn't fall into the Jesuit um, maybe there's two that don't fall into a Catholic kind of background of education, I believe is Pepperdine. And I believe the University Pacific, I think every other school uh, is a Catholic school in, in the WCC. So what does that mean? Does Gonzaga with their president, with their athletic department, do they need to have a similar focus school-wise for their athletic department or their basketball program to fit? Because I could see something where Gonzaga's basketball program goes, but all the other school sports stay in a different conference. Or maybe Gonzaga goes independent like Notre Dame did in football but then how do you get your schedule dialed in I know Gonzaga Gonzaga scheduled as full as they can in the non-conference if you look to next year's schedule and what Gonzaga's playing they're playing as good a schedule as anybody will non-conference I would stack their their non-conference up against anybody but then yes the WCC will take a little bit of dip I know I've talked about at length, the improvement of the WCC, and I think it's definitely in the, uh, moving in the right direction, but still, there you're not getting the consistent, consistent challenges that you would 
in the Pac-12. Yeah, I guess you could say, hey, the top four in the Pac in the WCC were just as good as the top four in the Pac-12 last year, maybe. But year in year out, that's not the that that's not the point. But the bottom of the Pac-12 has not gonna is not gonna give Gonzaga a challenge. It's not gonna give St. Mary's a typical challenge. It wouldn't give that third place team in uh, the W the third place team in the WCC much of a challenge. So that's where there's a ton of question marks, a ton of what's going to happen. I think uh, coach few, I think uh, Chris Stanford, the athletic department, they are going to take in all the information. They're going to make the best decision for them. And that's exactly why Gonzaga stayed with WC, the WCC as opposed to moving to the mountain West a few years back. But me, what I see, what I think is honestly going to happen down the road, there's two things that could happen. There's either going to be a major realignment and essentially here's your, here, there's 80 college basketball programs as your true division one. And Gonzaga obviously would be included in that. And then you're going to have your super conferences, your big 10, IO, your SEC, those teams will automatically, I would imagine, be in it. So that's something uh, that is that I've heard that there's going to be a power like a super con- league essentially 80 teams ish um, where you're a have or you're a have not or I think I've always I've said this the last few years I think the logical realignment and shift if Gonzaga were to ever leave the WCC now that I think the WCC has done a tremendous job of elevating the league to make it very valuable. It's a top 10 basketball league in the country. The only problem for the WCC is they don't have football. And football we're seeing is the one that generates and drives all of the money. It's amazing what these football TV deals are, are, are doing to college football or to, to college athletics. That's essentially what it is. It's, it's, it's college football driving this. But I think the best path for Gonzaga it I love the WCC but if something has to change and if something does change what I see is an expansion of the Big East when you look at the Big East they're very similar in thought to the WCC as far as most of them are private schools I believe all of them are private schools but most of them are Catholic institutions uh, that value basketball above other sports when you think of Georgetown you think of Providence you think of DePaul, you don't think of football, you think of basketball. And I think that's the same thing when you think of with the WCC is you think of basketball. I don't, Gonzaga doesn't have a football team. University of Portland doesn't have a football team. So I think one of the things that might happen is the Big East becomes another power conference. They essentially grow. Now their football blueprint, if any, there's any football teams in those league, in that league, they're one double A, similar to Eastern Washington. But I think what you would see is a West division of the Big East and an East division of the Big East. No different than what the Big Ten is going to have to figure out with USC and UCLA essentially spanning the entire country. I think what you would see is on the West, Gonzaga, I think you would obviously then delineate a line in the middle of the country. So Marquette uh, in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, DePaul in Chicago. Uh, Creighton and Omaha would definitely be on the West. Then I think you look at adding a USF and LMU to hit those major media markets. You would look at Denver University just because it is a big media market. 
I think you would look at Seattle University because it is a, me, a major media market. Now, is Seattle U and is Denver University good enough at this moment in time? Probably not. No, I mean, they're in the whack. They Both of those programs have had ups and downs, good years, bad years, but those make sense. It's no different than DePaul. DePaul's, DePaul's been bad at during stretches. Georgetown's been bad in stretches, but they're in me, major media markets. The one thing, though, is typically in the Midwest, the South, and the East, you do get a lot more support for your college athletics from what I've seen than you do schools on the West Coast. You look at Gonzaga, they've gotten unbelievable support from alumni, boosters, businesses in the area. But if you look across the West Coast, you don't see that at every school. You don't look at University of Portland Bay. Wow. Look at the support that that, that school has gotten. I mean, you just don't. So I think there would be there would there would need to be some major revamping of the thought process towards college athletics on the West Coast. And you saw USC and UCLA getting ahead of the curve and say, forget this Pac-12 stuff. We're going to the future. We're going to the Big Ten. Like it or hate it, it's here. It's changing. I don't think college athletics is going to look anything the same in five years from now. Gonzaga will definitely figure it out. I know their leadership is tremendous. I know Coach Few has got uh, a tremendous pulse and a tremendous feel on, on what is best for Gonzaga basketball. If he didn't, the program wouldn't be where they're at right now. But it's an interesting, unique time in college athletics. And I only wish I had a crystal ball. But that's just a couple thoughts that I have when I saw all this information coming through yesterday. Looking forward to following it, looking forward to tracking it. And who knows, it could change extremely quick. I had nobody knew that that report yesterday was true when it came out that USC and UCLA were leaving. There was a lot of question marks. Is this real? This can't be real. Is it real? Well, lo and behold, within a few hours, it was confirmed. The Big Ten accepted them starting in, I believe it's the 2024 year. So in two years. So we're seeing that timeline about to be sped up for most college athletic programs as far as where they will be and what the overall landscape of college athletics is going to look like. And it's, it's going to impact more than just football and basketball. It's going to impact your Olympic sports that are not revenue generating sports. We may not see track and field. We may not see golf. We may not see gymnastics. There's a lot of sports that I'm not going to be surprised in seeing that are no longer a part of college athletics just because it can't, there's not a place financially if you're looking strictly at the dollars because they don't generate it. But that's another topic for another day. So for Gonzaga Nation SI and the Gonzaga Nation Media Network, thanks for listening.